Hello and welcome to the first episode of my podcast. Um, I don't have a name for this podcast yet. You know, I really haven't thought of it. It's quite of a spur of the moment in terms of doing this. But I'm look, if there's another episode, I'll come up with a name and we'll get it baptised and christened and, and the whole shebang. But um, I'm Tommy. I'm your host. I am currently sitting by myself and I probably will be by myself for a lot of the episodes that I'm going to be doing. Um, so if you don't like me, fuck off and don't listen, it's as simple as that, um, why am I making this podcast, I think that is probably the biggest question that anybody who's listening is asking, I've probably asked myself as well, why am I making this podcast, I'm going to be completely honest with you, I've got a lot of free time on my hands at the moment, uh, the hours in work have been cut, and I've got about three days of work, and that leaves me with four days of sitting on my ass, so I said let's do something productive, and put it into something and I was struggling to find anything you know got a lack of any sort of passion or hobbies or part-times part-times yeah part-time hobbies or anything like that at the minute but I was actually just listening to a podcast called Ear Biscuits by two guys called Rhett and Link and this particular podcast episode I was listening to was sponsored by an app called Anchor now this isn't this podcast is not sponsored by Anchor fuck me I wish it was because I'd love to be making a few bit of money off this but I'm not sadly um anchor is basically an app that lets you create a podcast now when they were um advertising it they said it's completely free it makes your podcast for you gives you tips allows you to edit it and then gets it heard on different platforms i said well that's a bit too good to be true i said there's no way that's completely free so i downloaded it and gave it a go and lo and behold it is completely free so i began to get a bit excited um, i've always loved content creation and making my own content um since I was very young, we go back to when I was about 11 or 12, I was making stop motion movies, I actually had my own YouTube channel called Tom Diddley, um, this was before YouTube was as big as YouTube is now, uh, I think it was released, YouTube was first made in 2007, and I'm talking now, Tom Diddley was about 2011, 2012 time, so um, YouTube wasn't so big, I think the biggest subscribed YouTuber was Smosh at 800,000 at the time, and now you look at a PewDiePie with 100 million, so it was a completely different era of YouTube, and I didn't really want to tell anybody because it is embarrassing because YouTube was never a thing that was done. So my videos weren't structured. There was no script to my videos back then. As Tom Diddley, it was literally me in the moment recording what I was doing. Now, they were awful. I also had a gaming channel. No quality involved in these videos, but I loved the fact that my content and the things I was enjoying doing was on the internet for people to watch. And nobody watched it until my friends later in school found out about it and it was I was actually slagged for it and look I was happy to make a joke about it because I was making people laugh and that's all I wanted to do so look my content might have been taken for its original purpose but it was it was still made people laugh so I was happy about it um so hopefully this side project of the podcast is just gonna kind of occupy me and give me something to do and hopefully I might build a little community around you know people listening to the podcast the podcast is going to be very opinionated. Um, I'm quite an opinionated person. Um, I'm not going to look to create drama or controversy. But if my opinions do create this and cause people to react in a certain way, then so be it. I hope I can create a community where people can send in their opinions or give their opinions without being judged. But also people arguing and disputing and debating different opinions because honestly, I do, I love the idea of that and talking to anybody, ask any of my friends. Hopefully I do get a few of them on here and 
we've had many a heated discussion between all of us, you know, whether it's over a few cans or if it's just an actual sober conversation, which is rare, but it does happen. Um, that's what I love to do. So hopefully this is what the podcast turns out to be. Now, while I do want to keep this podcast solely orientated around my opinions and what I think on certain topics, um, I also want to keep it around what's relevant today, whether that be celebrities, YouTube, YouTubers, any drama. Now, I'm not Sky News, and I'm certainly not a reliable news source of any sort of information, so please don't come to me thinking, all right, let's get the daily dose of news off this fella, because that is certainly not what I am. But one thing that I'm actually fed up listening to, and it's actually the first thing that I do want to talk about, is the coronavirus. Now, if you haven't been able to tell already, I'm Irish and I live in Ireland. And I actually read a story just before I started recording this that 300 people have been tested for the coronavirus in Ireland. Now, what started off in China... Now, now, don't trust me on this, but what I'm led to believe is that one Chinese man ate a bat, or many Chinese people ate a bat in their soup, and it started the coronavirus. Now, the coronavirus gives you flu-like symptoms, so which will give you headache, weak dizziness, fatigue, any sort of sick feelings. Now, what happens to me when I get the flu is I say, fuck off everybody, don't talk to me, don't look at me, let me in my bed, turn off the lights, that's it. What these Chinese people seem to have done is get the flu and said, you know what, I'm in a mood for a fucking holiday. Let's go all around the world. It's absolutely bizarre. It honestly blows my mind how it spreads so quickly. Who would have the flu and then say, yes, I'm just going to go on holidays? Now, fair enough, I understand if you've, whatever, previously booked a holiday and then you got the flu and you said, fuck it, I'm still going to go. But how it's not been managed in any sort of way, I don't know. Like, there's trans people in Ireland that's being tested. There's so many cases in England. I think there's a few in the north of Atlanta. These aren't people who have the coronavirus. They've just been tested. I know there is one confirmed case in the north. And apparently there was one confirmed. And not too far away from where I live, but in the Meath area in Ireland. One thing that actually took me by surprise is how it's affected football players now. Now, one football player, I think, in the third... Syria, so the third division in Italian football, um, was diagnosed with the coronavirus, was told to self-isolate himself, and he was left out of the squad in that. But Italy it was more popular. One thing I did want to talk about is Hyung Min Son, the footballer from Tottenham Hotspur, who fractured his arm against Aston Villa two or three weeks ago, flew home to South Korea, I think he's from, to go to his trusted doctor. Now that Firstly, blows my mind. Football clubs spend millions and millions on not even sign-ins, on training grades, on kits, on wages, on staff members. So surely there's a good doctor in that place. Son went back to Korea, despite there being warnings for the coronavirus, just so he could go to trust the doctor. And now he's been told to self-isolate himself when he comes home and do not return to any training ground for two weeks. It just it blows my mind how someone can be so naive to the fact that this thing, this disease is actually real. Now, what I have read as well is that um, the swine flu was actually worse than the coronavirus. Now, the swine flu didn't affect me or anybody I knew in the slightest way. So the coronavirus, it doesn't really seem relevant. People are getting tested. It's only meant to kill old people and people with weak immune systems, so I should be completely fine as for the old people. I hope you're all okay, but if as long as it doesn't affect me, I don't mind too much, as awful as that sounds. But, 
also in Ireland, I'm sick listening about the coronavirus, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Um, currently going on now is a vote. Now, I have no political standings. I have no information on any of this. I've literally just read all of this immediately before I started recording this because I want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. But there is a vote going on about the government. We're changing someone. Someone's getting fucked out. Someone's a dickhead. I don't know what's going on. But Sinn Féin have won the majority of votes, I believe. Not the majority, but I think they got into government, but they haven't got enough seats, so they need a coalition, which means another party has to come in. It's a load of shite, really, honest to God. But um, Sinn Féin and their leader, Mary Lou McDonald, the big bad Mary Lou, is promising the whole country, the world. She's promising them everything. They've gone on to say that they are going to fix the housing crisis. They're going to freeze the rent in Dublin and different places, which makes absolutely no sense. How about you reduce the rent first? Because rent has been massively blown out of proportion and nobody can afford it. So if nobody can afford it now, what good is it to say? Do you know what? We're not going to make it any more expensive, but it's going to stay the same. So you still can't afford it. It's just not going to get more expensive. It makes no sense. It's just a good way of saying, if I was to tell you I'm going to freeze the rent, you say, oh, jeez, that's fucking brilliant. That sounds amazing. But what on the realistic point of view is, all she's doing is not letting it get any more expensive. She's not bringing it down. It doesn't benefit you. It just stops you paying more money than, even though you can't afford it anyway. And in terms of the housing crisis, I don't know what she's going to do there. Houses are not affordable. Um, I think you can get a mortgage of five times as in your bank account. So I could get a loan for roughly 60 quid. If I'm lucky. How much was my house with that? I know, again, I'm 19 bit irresponsible, spend my money on drink, on the weekends, and spend a bit too much money in the clubs, whatever, but, with a wage, and going to college, all of a sudden, I'm going to have college loans, all this stuff, it's not affordable, and I have to be about 35 years old, living with my mum and dad, still saving for a house, just to be like, oh, I can finally get a mortgage, and then spend the rest of my life paying that off, I don't know how she's going to fix it, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I should really care more because this is me. I'm 19 years old. I'm coming into the world and standing on my own two feet. And I actually don't care about what governments and party. Even though it's going to benefit me if they actually do it. So I should really pay more attention. They also said they're going to reduce the pension down to 65. Well, that's fucking fantastic. So by reducing the retirement age to 65, that means I start working at 16. So I have to work 49 years of my life to then reach retirement age and then being able to claim the pension. I think it's absolutely bizarre. And again, what do you do with it? How do you fix it? But it's it just seems like real life. Now, enough of me talking shite about politics that I really don't know anything about. Let's go on to something a bit more relevant and you know what slightly more sad absolutely heartbreaking news coming out that i read here before we started maura higgins and curtis pritchard have broken up the two love island stars the dancer and the irish gem they've broken up and honestly i shed a tear when i read this but i give it about four weeks before curtis comes out as gay i'm sorry it's simple as that there is nothing wrong with being gay you know that's not what i'm saying but curtis is quite clearly a homosexual he was on love island stereotyping gay people he is he is a dancer and he does move quite feminine now not saying that's the reason but i don't give it very long before curtis comes out as gay and also i don't give it very long before Mora comes out and says she's writing somebody else so despite the absolute heartbreak the two of them are going through right now 
I don't see it lasting too long and I just see them getting over it very, very quickly. One thing, actually, that was an actual nice story I read was I seen a, um, a picture of an 11-year-old girl. Now, she had her arm, her arm was amputated from about the elbow down, so she only had the elbow to her shoulder. And she had a bionic arm, but the arm was decorated as R2-D2 from Star Wars. Um, R2-D2 was Luke Skywalker's basically robotic partner. And this young girl was actually FaceTiming Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker, to show him the R2-D2 robotic arm. I thought it was such a nice story. And it's so nice to show that celebrities, even as big as Mark Hamill, will FaceTime his fans. when And the, the reaction on the girl's face, it just honestly it would warm your heart because she was just absolutely delighted. It seemed to just make her life, make her day. It was just incredible. Um, despite all my emails... Crying in the cinema to the last movie isn't enough to get a FaceTime off Mark Hamill, but a bionic arm is. So, look, I'm not going to complain. It's probably fair enough in the end. Another thing that, firstly, I'm very excited about myself, and so will a lot of my friends be as well, Oasis. The reunion talks are back again. Liam Gallagher has come out and said... It's absolutely fucking going to happen. Is what he, that's a direct quote from Liam Gallagher. He said about his older brother Noel, who seems to be the reason they split up, but Liam did go off the rails slightly and struggled with his uh, balance between drugs. But he said Noel is a greedy bastard and he loves money and there's absolutely no way he's going to turn down this rumoured 100 million offer they got, they got, they got, they received, should I say, to get back together again. And they split back in 2009. So last year would have been the perfect year to get back together. Being in 10 years. But it's 11 years since he, since they've been together and released a song. So why not do it now? I'm telling you. Oasis back together. 100 million. Confirmed by Liam Gallagher. And confirmed by Tommy here on this podcast. Now the last thing I actually want to talk about. Is a video released over the past few days by Jake Paul. Now everyone knows who Jake Paul is brother of Logan Paul and the man who recently came out triumphant in the YouTuber boxer match versus Anisam Gibb. His video is promoting this movement he wants to create called the financial freedom movement. Now originally it did grab my attention because financial freedom is something a lot of people want and not a lot of people will ever have so it caught my attention and I did want to read up more on it because it could actually be a genuine thing that would benefit people. But it did not take me long to realise that, just like everything else Jake Paul does, it's bullshit. It was just a load of shite, really, and he talks about so many different things that there's just so much wrong with it. And I'm going to try to dissect it as much as I can. Not being too biased, because I'm not going to lie to you, I don't fucking like him. I don't think a lot of people do either. But I will try to be as unbiased as possible. He opens his video by saying, they say we're entitled lazy and that we should go to college and get real jobs though when he says this i do understand what he's saying in terms of entitlement like me giving out at the start of this podcast that i wasn't getting enough hours and work and i should be getting more we do feel entitled this generation of labeled snowflakes by the older generation so i understand where he's coming from now in essence of essence of laziness maybe again this is just labels been given by the older generation, so I can't really argue with him too much on that one. Um, he goes and says that there is a trillion dollars of debt in student loans in America alone. He says in absolute fury, 
I'm sick of this. Or I've, oh, sorry, it's actually, I've had enough of it. What blows my mind is I want to know what he's had enough of. Uh, this man is 23 years old. He blew up on the Vine scene, then went straight onto YouTube, became a massive success with his brother. Uh, has never been to college. Not too sure about his previous education, but he's never been to college, so he's never had college student debt or student loans. And the man, let's be honest, is a multi-millionaire as well as his brother between the box and the YouTube and everything else. So what has he had enough of? Maybe has he enough of his comment section given out about their loans which i completely doubt i think he's trying to create this he's trying to play the victim in this video and that's all he's trying to do when realistically he's had no experience of any sort of debt or loan so it's it's just bizarre to me that he said that um he's also before just on a separate time to this video he's come out and said anxiety is created by you that is a direct tweet from jake paul the man just doesn't seem to be properly educated or he doesn't seem to think before he releases things or tweets things. I don't see this financial freedom movement going anywhere or getting anywhere really to be honest because it's just, it looks ridiculous. The man that was in the video, um, not interviewing him but, but questioning him on how to do it, Jake Paul was, um, um, was encouraging young people to become influencers instead of going to school or college so the man asked him how would you originally how would you start off by becoming an influencer jake paul said he'd buy a camera and he'd film stuff so the man replied with what do you want to film and jake paul just said i'd go outside and film now that might actually be the best bit of advice i've ever got in my whole entire life go outside and film Thank you so much. That that's the key to life, everybody. Go outside, record a fucking crow in your back garden, put it up on YouTube. You've done it. You've made it. You're an influencer. Hashtag crow in me garden. Bullshit. Who let him upload this thing? Was it not ran by a producer or a director? At least in the video, was it not no script written? These Tom Diddley was actually better than this Jake Paul video. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I don't know how it was aired. Or how he was allowed to say all this stuff. It, it blows my mind at the stupidity of some YouTubers. And people who are at the peak of success in our generation. And do you know what? It does create a terrible image for younger people. And for us. Because firstly, that's Jake Paul could be some little fucker's role model. Like, I can only imagine watching a little kid walk up the street wanting to be Jake Paul. It's just... it's. I continue to use the word bizarre. But it is. it blows my mind. I don't understand it in the slightest. Now, I know I said the Jake Paul thing was the last thing I was going to say, but i seen that Apple have released some statistics of how much they make off certain products, and it actually turns out they've made $8 billion off the sale of AirPods alone. Now, those Robin Bastards, I haven't bought a pair of them yet, but I want them so much because what a flex it is walking into the gym, flexing the muscles, AirPods in the ears, you look like the man, so I really want to get a pair, but eight billion in a single year in sales on airpods um it just shows what a consumer generation we live in and the whole society how everyone's so addicted to buying things and showing off what they've bought and mind you apple are the same bastards who will sell you the iphone 11 max pro for 1200 euro like 1200 euro but yet they've made 8 billion on the sale of 180 euro airpods 
the money that this company have is ridiculous and where it goes or what they do with it I'll never know honestly I'll never know there's third world countries that are in severe debt and yet 8 billion is being spent on airpods it just makes no sense the world is fucked now I don't want to drag this episode out too much and I also don't want to cut it short but I feel like I've spoken about everything I did want to talk about in this episode I've introduced who I am and what my plans are for this podcast so I really hope you enjoyed listening to it and it just brought a bit of peace for your day to sit down put your earphones in kick back relax and listen to what is a beautiful voice that I have um I do hope you've enjoyed and hopefully there'll be more episodes to come so thank you very much for listening I've been Tommy and this has been my first podcast.